Hello, everyone, and welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 115. I'm Benjamin Yoder, here today to talk to you about video games. Uh, this podcast probably won't be as... I feel like the last couple podcasts I've had, like, very specific goals in mind. Maybe it's just the last podcast. I remember, can't remember. But uh, this this week's, I think, is going to be a little scattered. Um, I got I got a weird list of notes here. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about video games. That's just kind of how life is around here. <laughs> um... But, uh, but yeah, hopefully, actually, the fortune cookie is listed on this, this list as a potential thing we do. So if I don't take 30 minutes to, uh, to actually, uh, get through some of these topics, maybe we'll do a fortune cookie, the return of the fortune cookie. I miss it. I t- did I ever rename it? I was thinking about renaming it to video gaming bits, which is a old brand I used to have on Tumblr. And I think I think I think the brand would fit pretty well in terms of what the fortune cookie thing is, but we'll, we'll talk about that if I if I get there. We'll I'll remind you in case you're new what the uh, fortune cookie is. But uh, yeah, this week I've been um, I was I so last week and I talked about how like how difficult it was to get to the Hunex Fighters video done. Uh, I finally finished everything else up around it pretty late in the week actually. I think it was like Wednesday night or Tuesday night, and uh, and then I just kind of just turned off after that um i tried to i've been trying to keep it pretty chill at the moment um just kind of you know doing what i do i play a little bit of god eater 2 this weekend nothing really new there just uh having a good time with that got new clothes which i was pretty excited about so i got to dress up my character i was actually really happy the latest set of clothes that they they uh dropped on me in the store and basically i'm basically towards the end of the god eater 2 base story because rage burst is a remake i think they added the like a second story on top of the base story so i'm, I'm finishing up the original god Eater 2 story um but yeah they dumped some nice clothes on me i'm pretty happy about them so so i did a bit of that nothing really new there still just smacking away those gods and eating them i finished up lost kingdoms 2 i was actually a lot closer to the end of lost kingdom 2 than i thought i was i only had about an hour left i, I was expecting to be more like four or five hours that game kind of wraps up in a in a really quick way that i think can i don't know if i would say is disappointing but it, it feels overly short um I, I i clocked in around like six hours and there's more content to do for sure, but in terms of the story itself, it just felt like there there could have been some more stuff going on. I got the bad ending into, uh, as well, which I actually like the bad ending better than the good ending. I I didn't actually go and get the good ending because it requires you to get some item between a, before a specific point in the game, and I wasn't going to go and play through the game again just to get that one difference. And the good ending changes... As far as I can tell, just two scenes. One of them, they basically remove a scene. And so you don't get to see, I think, one of the more impactful cutscenes in the game, actually. So they take that one out. And then they change the final cutscene in the game uh, to be slightly different dialogue. But the like, what really happens isn't really that different. And and, and I'm a little disappointed about that, I guess. But uh, that'll be something I'll talk about once the uh, actual full Lost Kingdoms 2 podcast comes up, I'm sure. So, so we'll get back to that, but that's probably gonna be the last year for me, at least in terms of Lost Kingdoms 2. There's a couple of optional dungeons I might end up running, but, but I'm not really sure. 
Um, otherwise, though, like probably the most significant thing I played this week was, uh, or this weekend specifically, actually specifically today, was the Final Fantasy 15 downloadable content. I'm actually quite impressed by it. The episode Gladios, um, I think that episode is is fine. I think it's better than most of the content in the game itself, which I which I think is the the, the continuing trend with Final Fantasy 15 for me is anything that was added as downloadable content or or post game, you know, support later on. Um, that seems to be the strongest stuff in the game. Game. I, I, it really does feel like the 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 rush to get that game out really hurt the main quest quite a bit, in my opinion. I'm again not a huge fan of the open world section of that game in particular. Um, um, but the the episode of Gladio was really good. You get some some decent backstory on Gladio, and you, I feel like that story isn't really. Gladio himself isn't really well realized, I feel like, in the main game very much. I think this is true for all the side characters, maybe, but I think you get a bit more of a hint as to kind of what the conflict of, like, Prompto is and Ignis, where where I feel like Gladio just more or less is just kind of there. There is, like, a little story sequence you see that's like, oh, and then they call back to it in this episode, and you're like, oh, okay, this is what triggered this whole downloadable content thing to happen was this specific sequence. Um, but then, yeah, he plays different from from uh, Noctis. He's very uh, counter focused. You you do a lot more damage if you counter foes. So you, it's a lot more time just waiting for an enemy to come, uh, parrying, and then and then getting like this rage meter build up and 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 trying to doing as much damage as you can from there. Although if you really wanted to, you could just basically hold down the attack button to get through. I'm sure there's plenty and plenty of healing items, so it's not like a a problem to get through it. And the last boss fight I think is pretty cool. Um, um, it also has a, a nice remix as well for from an old Final Fantasy song that I thought was pretty pretty nice. Uh, but that one that one's probably kind of more standard. It still kind of plays like Final Fantasy fifteen. Uh, episode uh, Prompto's episode though is actually really really good. Um, I I was actually pretty excited about this when it was first announced because it it looks really weird. There's like shooting elements to it and. And you're like in this this base, and you're like doing these stealth sections. Not really stealth sections, but there's some stealth elements to it. And and there's like this weird overworld part where you're on a uh, 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 what are they called? Snow speeder thing. Um, it's just really weird. And it, it, and sitting down and actually playing it, like it, it pretty much fulfilled everything I wanted to do and more. It's 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 like a weird tiny Final Fantasy themed Metal Gear Solid game in some ways. It uh it's definitely pushing the 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 that engine in terms of how it controls and how it plays to its limits there's definitely some weirdness funkiness to actually shooting and and kind of switching between melee and gunfighting combat it's not as smooth as you might hope um but it was actually really fun I, I, there's different weapons and stuff you can get and um and uh there's like these special shots you do when you hit an enemy enough that that kind of has you uh basically trying to shoot an enemy till they're till they're stunned and then doing a finishing move on them um I, I i really liked it a lot and then prompto as a character i think had a really good story arc in there they kind of touch on it in the main quest a bit um but but i think he had a very impactful story probably probably some of the best storytelling i feel like out of the entire game there's there's three specific or two specific moments in the main game i can think of that are that are really good one is the very end and the other one is probably about like 
uh, right where the whole open world segment ends. Those two sections have really good story points at them. Uh, and then this episode, pro- or Prompto one, I think is also like right on top of that of just like very strong character development of Prompto. And, and then not only that, but you get this weird shooter in, <laughs> in, in addition to it. And it's like, it's like, this is the closest we're ever going to get to Dirge of Cerberus 2. <laughs> it's like, I, I want to play an- another Final Fantasy shooter, but we'll see if that ever happens. This is the, this is pretty okay. Uh, if it, it's still has all the like parts of Final Fantasy in it where like you could take out the pistol and just hold down the shoot button and prompt them to just automatically shoot. But it definitely seems like the, the focus is to get some of the weaponry that you actually shoot like an actual gun and a third person shooter. And then you have like this little, I don't know if it's like a baton or what, but you basically can melee people until they drop their weapons and, and then you do like a finisher on them and you get their weapon. Um, so I, I had a good time with that. It, it's just, it's very strong. It's like the first one was about an hour for Gladio. And I think it's about two hours for Prompto. Although I did die at some point, had to roll back to my save point because it didn't auto save. I was like, Oh no. So I had to redo a a sequence in the game, but I really enjoyed it. I I highly recommend doing Prompto. If you, if you've played Final Fantasy 15, but haven't done any of the DLC for it. And Gladio, I think is pretty solid too. I would, I would recommend doing it again. Like I said, I think it's some of the strongest content in the game. It's just a shame that it wasn't in the game itself. It's a separate purchase you have to do. So I just got the Royal edition of Final Fantasy 15. So I got everything I think, except for episode Arden in there. So, so yeah. Um, in terms of news this week, I don't have a ton of major stories really to talk about. Um, I did do a uh, weekend quick hits post for a lot of the smaller stuff I was looking at. So if you go to the website, uh, that was posted up on Sunday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, uh, it should be up there for you to look at in the article section. Um, in terms of uh, of uh, the act- the news I want to talk about here... Uh, I, I watched the trailer for that Sakura, Sakura Wars thing. I think this happened a couple weeks ago, but I didn't do news last week. Um, I think that game looks fine. Uh, I don't really know what's going to really draw me in to play a Sakura Wars game. I think I would rather play one of the earlier ones at this point. Um, but I might... It's one of those things like Shining Resonance where it's like, I want to... I wanted to pick that game up because I wanted to like support them localizing it because I had been wanting to play Shining Resonance for a very long time and the biggest problem was just they didn't bring it out and so when they finally brought it out I'm like I'm not gonna get this anytime soon but I want to buy it at like full price and support this thing so like part of me wants to support that Sakura Tyson thing or uh, Sakura Wars thing um, but we'll see it's a it's like a 3D like behind the back action game which I think is the big reveal of this trailer and I it seems like people are pretty mellow on how they feel about that i like action rpg stuff so i'll probably be into it either way and you know not having played previous sakura wars i don't really have a a real preference like i i have four other sakura wars games i can play that are rpgs so i'm not i'm not dying for another one at this point but i could definitely understand the excuse me the um the disappointment that like the genre change is so significant between this one and the and the previous one so um, and there's also the, uh, Dragon Quest Hero in Smash. I, I watched that announcement. I haven't downloaded him yet. I think he's the, he's going to be the one that pushes me over on buying the fighters pass. I think he's a really cool character. I like that they built in a bunch of RNG factors into him. Cause I think that's like, you know, fitting, giving the, the game he came from. And I realized that might not be the most like, uh, you know, acceptable thing from a competitive standpoint. Um, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a competitive Smash player or something, but I do take the game somewhat seriously when I do play. I like, you know, at least casually serious, I guess. Like, I do no items. I do one-on-one. I do two-on-twos. I typically try to avoid stages that are not, you know, 
that are maybe I'm okay with stages with hazards, but some of them like the the what's it magicant stage in Smash is just like the worst because like there's a guy that you can like recruit to your side and goes around and just beats the crap out of everyone. And when you're doing that in like a one-on-one no item setting, it's just so annoying having this this third character going around and just like kick you in the face. And you're like, oh god, please stop. Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, the Dragon Quest guy seems really cool. I like sword characters, so that's always, always, uh, up my alley. And, uh, more, more importantly, probably is that they added a tournament mode, which I think for me is actually really good because what happens with me is I, I go online, I search for a game and I inevitably just kind of play until at some point I stop, but I have a hard time stopping a lot of time because I don't want to quit on somebody who I just beat, but I don't want to also quit on somebody I just lost against. Cause like part of me is like, Oh, what if they think I'm being a sore loser and, and quitting right after they beat me? And I, I don't like it like that. And the other part of me is just like, Oh, what if I, I seem like a jerk for, for quitting after just winning? It's, it's dumb to really think too much about it. I should just quit the game when I'm done. But, uh, having like a, a, a structure you're going through and, and, and playing through, I think it would be, would be pretty neat. I haven't looked into what they've said beyond the original direct. I think all that stuff is out there now. Like I think the 4.0 update is out. So I think you can go ahead and do that tournament stuff. I just haven't actually looked into how they implemented it. Um, the big thing would be, you know, I think consistently you'd want to have like a no items, um, uh, tournament when, when, when possible, but it sounds like they, they're going to preset the tournament rules, except for maybe at specific times or something like that. So, I'd like to check it out, but it's just on the list. Um, I have a lot of DLC I'm going to be getting through here with Final Fantasy 15. I got to finish up uh, episode Ignis, and then I need to go back and I need to play the original chapter. I think it's at chapter 13. I ended up accidentally skipping the original chapter 13 and doing the downloadable version first, the downloadable content version first. So I need to go back and fix that, and then I need to go do the multiplayer Final Fantasy 15 stuff. So I got a little bit of a, a list of stuff for Final Fantasy 15. I also have for Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. I want to get that last downloadable content so I can put that game to rest and be like, yes, no, this game didn't deliver exactly what I wanted, but I just need to make sure that I have everything so I can say for sure it didn't deliver on what I wanted. So I've only already spent like $90 on that game. So what's another $20, huh? It's silly. I don't know. It's, it's really, really, it's, I don't know. I don't really like season pass stuff very much. Cause it feels, I don't really know when, what like is, is in the season path. Like with uh, Final Fantasy 15, it's like, Oh, here's the season pass for all this stuff. But episode Arden's like its own weird thing. And it's like, Okay, the season pass gives you everything but episode Arden. Although I know Final Fantasy 15 is a weird case because I canceled the DLCs for season two and stuff. So I don't know. Um, and it's fine. Like at the end of the day, you can just look at the price and be like, is this worth my time? And in Fatal Bullet, the answer is no, but I'm going to do it anyways because I'm a dummy. <laughs> so, so yeah. Let's do a fortune cookie. Let me pull up the fortune cookie here. Have a good time doing that fortune cookie. If you don't know the fortune cookie... Uh, basically I just pull a random game out of my collection and, uh, hopefully it's something I've played and beaten. If not, we'll repull and, uh, and then we'll just talk about it a little bit, see how things go. So I'm going to go ahead and pull that fortune cookie. I accidentally clicked the wrong thing. So let me unclick that. We're going to open that cookie. Snowboard Kids 2. I just did a quick play on Snowboard Kids 2. So let me like, like just as in like a month and a half ago. But, uh, if you want to, if you want to hear about my thoughts on Snowboard Kids 2, um, go ahead and go uh, to YouTube and, and look up Snowboard Kids 2 Quick Play, one short report or whatever, or it's on the website too if you go through there. Uh, let me pull another one here. Yoshi Touch and Go. <laughs> I also have a video for Yoshi Touch and Go. If you want to hear about Yoshi Touch and Go, go to the website, look up Yoshi Touch and Go. 
Steel Diver. I technically have a video for Steel Diver, but let's actually talk about Steel Diver um, because Steel Diver was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Steel Diver. I really like um, uh, slow-moving mechanical uh, uh, machinery in games, like ones that you control. Uh, the ones I've been thinking of are like uh, Rad, Robot, Alchemic Drive. That game in particular is really cool. I really need to find a copy. I think it's very expensive, so I might end up just having to pirate it at some point. Um, but Robot Alchemic Drive is actually really cool because like you're a little person running around and you control a robot from like the per perspective of this person. But it's like big robots who like stomp around real slow and like just putting an input in takes a long time. So still there is very similar to that. Like some, some Gundam games are like that too. Um, but it's like, Basically, you'll you'll tell the ship like, "Oh, I want to dive down." So you go like, "Dive," and it's like, "All right, now we're turning down. Now we're going down. Now we're diving." <laughs> it's like this very very uh, lengthy process um, to to do anything in that game. So you have to be really aware of where you're gonna be within the next five seconds because you need to be reacting to that stuff already well ahead of time. Um, and, and I, I really like that mechanic of the game. Um, and, and that game is actually fairly short. I gave it a hard time, I think, in the review because it was short. And uh, when you redo the missions, they do remix the missions on like a harder harder setting. And I, I need to go back because I, I don't think I ever completed the full set of hard missions, unfortunately. That's, that's maybe like the one negative point of that review is like I don't feel like I did my due diligence on the hard section of the game. I just kind of checked out the first three or so levels. But, uh, but it's just like really cool game. And, and I, there's like a, there's like that weird free to play sequel that came out too. And, you know, I, it's, it feels like one of those games that will never really see something like that from Nintendo again, just because there's not really a gimmick portion of, well, let me take that back. I was about to say that there's not really a gimmick portion of their hardware right now, um, but I do feel like Nintendo Labo kind of kind of fits within that, and maybe that uh, Giant Robo Kit, maybe that gives that same feeling, but at the same time, the Giant Robo Kit is being responsive to your own movements um, rather than being like an indirect control of like, you know, having a, a control panel on the bottom screen and like moving levers. So I wonder if that would feel, you know, not as... as in tune if you if you're like punching with your your yourself like if you punch my expectation with the giant robot kit is that the punch would be immediate basically like at the same rate that i'm doing my punch or at least like very shortly thereafter i don't think there'd be like a case where you're like punching and it does like a wind up and then punches but yeah i guess like nintendo's hardware is becoming slowly more standardized in some ways that's weird to say because they're the most different platform on this, the market right now and they have motion controllers still with the joy cons they have you know that weird like swap between portable and and um and home console but i feel like we're not getting as many um input related uh innovations on their hardware do they need it that's another question um, but, but I feel like Steel Diver, and I think Steel Diver was originally a Nintendo DS tech demo, if I recall correctly. Um, I feel like Steel Diver is very much a game that, that could, could work on a system without a touchscreen, but would it exist without that? That's another question. I don't know if it would have existed if it was just like, you know, putting it on a, on a, 
you know, Game Boy Advance or something where it's just like, you know, using the D-pad to move the levers and stuff like that. I, I think it is very much somebody saying, well, look, let's look at this this bottom screen and what can we do with this? What if we had like a control panel and you'd like patch up leaks and stuff while you're while you're controlling the submarine and stuff? So I feel like that game is definitely a um, a remnant of of specifically the DS era in particular, like because it's a DS tech demo, like it, it feels like a game that was really focused on the dual screen aspect of the system and the, the touch controls on the bottom of the screen. And, you know, the 3d aspect didn't really matter so much. Um, at least in my opinion, it didn't really matter so much. I really enjoyed the, the so the, the sequel is like a, a, a almost like a very slow first person shooter, very similar to the, how the main game is where it's like, Oh, everything takes forever to happen. So you have like multiplayer matches between submarines where you're like very slowly trying to evade your foes and like get around their missiles and stuff. It's pretty great. I liked it a lot. I assume it's still online, but I actually don't know. Uh, VD is the developer of that. And they also did that. I believe they did that tank game as well on 3DS that came out pretty late in the lifespan of that system. I need I assume both, you know, Steel Diver, uh, whatever, Submarine Wars, I think is what it was called, the sequel, and then that, that other tank game. I assume both of those games are, are are dead multiplayer games, but I would love to spend more time with them or or at least, you know, check them out a bit more. But uh, on, the, on the unfortunate side of things, with how I capture 3DS games right now, I actually can't record any multiplayer footage of that stuff, so it'd be, you know, solely just me playing it and then like writing something about it or using single player screenshots to represent uh uh that stuff so i don't know puppy hair is in that that submarine uh uh or that the submarine wars the the steel ever sequel which is pretty silly um but yeah maybe someday vd is a cool company they've made a rock and roll climber as well on the wii they've they've done some interesting stuff they have a lot of that like lower bar tier nintendo stuff that is uh fun very fun i think uh they're they're guiles who 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 originally was like on the Star Fox team and the 1080 team and stuff like that um he's he's actually working on a a a snowboarding tech demo that he's like pitching around different companies uh my guess is that nintendo's not picking it up because i think he he seemed like he couldn't find i would assume he would go to nintendo first and foremost and before he publicly announced anything i'm guessing that that fell through and nintendo's like we're not really interested in 1080 right now sorry and uh and then kind of you know, he went looking for other publishers after that. Quick side note, and this is actually in the the weekend quick hits, but uh, Jet Girls is like some new anime that got announced about girls who are jet ski or riding jet skis with water guns or something. Uh, I don't really care about the anime. I will never watch it. Uh, it looks very fan servicey, Phil too. So if you're into like booby jiggled stuff, there you go. Uh, Jet Girls, you should you should watch it, I guess, or at least watch the trailer. It's 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 full of it. Um, but what I'm most excited about is that they announced a PlayStation 4 release or PlayStation 4 game for that series, and it's being made by Honey Parade Games, which is the the uh, Peach Peach Splash um, developers. So I'm really curious to see what kind of game they make. I'm a, I'm a big Wave Race fan, and I'm going to guess they're going to get the water physics wrong. My hope is that they get it right, but I'm going to guess they're going to get it wrong. <laughs> um, um, but I do like the idea of, like, even if you're just, like, completely mashing together, you know, Wave Race and, and Peach Beach into one thing where it's, like, you know, shooting each other while you're while you're racing, that could be that could be a fun thing. I, I, I'm really curious to see what that game turns out to be. I will probably buy it. Um, any kind of shooter from Honey Parade Games at this point, I think I 
am really interested in checking out. And, and more than anything, trying to get in and play the online day one because Peach Beach Splash, you, you couldn't do the five versus five after the first like couple weeks. It, it, it was almost impossible to find a, enough people to, to queue up for that. And even doing three versus three today is near impossible, at least I've found. So... So it really is like one of those things like you just got to get in there. You just got to do it. And then people are going to leave because the game's not going to be good enough to be like a long-term competitive online shooter kind of thing. But uh, but get in while the getting's good, I guess. So I'm excited for that game. I'm glad I got to play, you know, Prompto's episode, just basically Dirge of Cerberus 2. And then I basically got like Peach Beach Splash Racing Edition announced this week as well. So, you know, those are two shooters that I uh, have a close place in my heart for for me. So, um, whew. That's going to do it for this week. Thanks for coming. We actually have a little bit of stuff to chat about here real quick as I, I talk about what's uh, what's coming up. So um, as I said last week, Tuesday is the Hunex Fighters 98 video. So please look forward to that. I hope I, I hope I get across my points. But I hope I don't come off as overdramatic in that video. I, I really... I think that game is special. I think that game's special <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. Um, um, and I think maybe in a different way than most people would think it's special. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll do my best. I, I think there's some, there are some technical issues with the video, unfortunately, just by the nature of what happened to that file, but there's not really anything I could do to fix it. It's nothing that makes it unwatchable or anything like that, but I've definitely noticed some framiness in the final render I've done and and some early stuff uh there specifically in the the first like 20 or 15 20 seconds of the video things don't look quite right like they're running the right speed so so unfortunately that's a problem but but i think overall the video is still really good so i hope you enjoy it um the pacing's a little weird too, and I, I think I probably would have fixed that pacing up a little bit if I could have, but the project file is just too hard to work with at this point. I can't change a lot of that pacing stuff, and it would just take so much time to rebuild the project file and, and change where I need to change things because that stuff's already baked into one video at this point, or the, the video that I can actually manage. The one that is I, is not baked is the one that crashes all the time when I try to open it. So, um, So that's coming up on Tuesday. Uh, the, I had the, the, the weekend quick hits that came up on Sunday. So that's on the website right now. If you want to look at that, um, I started the tales of the tempest stream last week. So we'll be, we'll be playing more tales of the tempest this week on Thursday, but the stream's up on the website. If you want to go check that out, tales of the tempest is a, like a fine game for a game that was like translated as an April fool's joke. Cause it was bad. Tales of the tempest is like, okay. It's like, it's, there's nothing particularly offensive about it. It's just like. I think it's just like an early DS game and it probably got rushed out the door. Um, but it just, everything's been fine. It runs smoothly. I'm playing it on the Wii U. So admittedly, maybe the technical issues are, are, are different there, but, um, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, I'm having a good time with it. I guess I'm, I'm saying it's very average. I will say, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's fine. It's, uh, like 12 hours long. So it'll be like a month of us getting through that. So the second part of that's going to be up on Thursday or uh, I'll be there streaming it Thursday at 7, 7 PM Pacific time. Um, 
And then I also will probably not have a quick play stream this week again. It's just another thing where I, I have to prepare that stuff and I didn't prepare it. What I did work on this weekend was I did finally set up my little craft table thing and I did a test video. I'll go ahead and link the test video in the description if you want to take a look at it. It's basically just me switching um, the backing of some Nintendo 64 cartridges for regions. It's not meant to be actual content. It's mostly me talking out loud about the the uh, setup I'm doing and trying to figure out what makes the most sense in terms of the configuration of of doing that that video. Um, so so what, when you'll really will probably see that is when I do my little like pickups video thing. Uh, that's when you'll probably see the actual content regarding regarding that setup. But at this point, um, in terms of pre-recorded content, I feel pretty good about that setup. So so you might see that coming up. I don't know if that's going to have to be split videos because I unfortunately <laughs> bought a lot of stuff the last time I picked some stuff up, unfortunately. Or rather, a lot of things kind of came together of I imported this one thing and then also like months and months ago I had asked a friend for me to get some pal copies of a thing I also got a gift some from somebody and then I went like garbage Wii game shopping for like two dollar Wii games and then I also just happened to like go to some like stores around town where I always I'm like oh I feel like I have to buy something from this store to support them so I bought some stuff there so so it really wasn't that much money at the end of the day it was actually pretty pretty cheap it was like you know probably getting close to like seven, eight games and it probably spent like $60 total at worst. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm work. Uh, so if you want to see that test video, it's in, it's in the description, but it's not a public video that I'm using anywhere. It's just an unlisted video. Uh, so it's just there for you if, if you want to do that. And then, uh, yeah. And then I, I guess that's it. Uh, so like I said, Please look forward to Hunix Fighters 98 video. If you listen to this the day it comes out, it's probably tomorrow that, that Hunix Fighters 98 video is up. And I think I'll probably take it slow for a while. Probably get some quick plays, maybe not like one every week. Maybe just, you know, kind of trying to trying to feel it out, trying to feel out what feels good right now. I, I, I do have to start planning my Japan trip pretty seriously. So that might be what most of uh, August consists of is me actually doing that because <laughs> i gotta figure that out because i already bought my tickets so i need to actually do other things and make sure i have a place to stay when i get there so so yeah thanks again for coming for this week i hope you have a great week bye <laughs>